twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll tell you about a new digital two-way radio from Vertex Standard. We'll give you an overview of its features and specifications and compare it to other popular DMR radios in the market. We'll also review the new XLT SM500 speaker microphone and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. BuyTwoWayRadios.com, your radio specialist. Vertex Standard just launched a new DMR digital business radio in its EVX series. Unlike their other models in this series, uh, this one is somewhat unique. It's unique in its size. It's um, a very, very small radio, and um, it it works pretty well. Anthony, you've had a a chance to um, really test this radio out and uh, sort of run it through um, some tests. What do you think? I'm excited about this little radio. so Vertex Standard came and said they, you know, several months ago, saying they were coming out with this new game-changing uh, DMR-compatible radio that was just going to blow everybody away. Well, um, I had the luxury of going to a Vertex Standard meeting several weeks ago, and they basically introduced it there, and I could not get over the size of this little radio. Um you know, we're used to radios have come down in size from even ten years ago. You know, they've sure um, adding lithium batteries and and you know technology changing. And this thing is even smaller than some of the VX two sixty ones and competitors' radio ICOMs and Motorola's and things like that. It kind of reminds me of a radio that you would see targeted towards um, either the retail industry or mm-hmm. restaurants, like yeah. the Motorola CLS series or the, the Kenwood TK3230. It's not that small, but it's almost that small, and uh, it's more powerful. It's three watts, which is triple the um, CLS series and CLP series and double that Kenwood. It reminds me of an ICOM IP100H. Yeah, it does, and that, that's the Wi-Fi radio. Yeah, it's um, – and I think Vertex's, um, you know, goal with this was to come out with something that could eventually – you know, they've made radios for so long that are more designed for warehouse use and, mm-hmm. um, you know, public safety and things like that. You know, the, the bigger traditional radio, I think they're really gunning for retail Um dental offices doctor's offices um where traditionally they've bought the cls's and they've bought the the kenwood tk3230s the smaller radios um i think you're right it would not surprise me to see this radio in in those uses 
And, you know, if you don't need a lot of range, you're, you're going to um, want to go with a smaller, more lightweight radio. And um, Vertex, Standard, and even ICOM to some degree just didn't really have any options for that. And uh, Vertex Standard does now. Yeah. Would you, would you say this is probably the smallest DMR radio you've seen? I think it's uh, one of the smallest. I think it's one. I mean, there's there's some out there that, that Hytera makes, but they're a lot more money and not as powerful wattage-wise. Yeah, this one's two watts, I think, isn't it? This three is, watts. Oh, three watts, yeah. This one's three it's watts. It's actually three and a half. Um, and two watts in analog mode. So yep. if you're using digital, it's three and a half, you said? Oh, no, excuse me. I'm sorry. It is three. Sorry, on digital mode. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even think we really stressed uh, earlier that, that this is a digital radio. This is DMR. You're going to get, with this radio, digital quality sound, and uh, the, the sound is really spectacular on it. I'm blown away by how loud it is. Um, yeah, you were testing this out when it first I came I tested in. it out on our – I actually programmed it to work through our um, ham radio digital repeater. Mm-hmm. And um, for a long time we've used – you know, the, you know, there's other radios out there that we've tested that are five watts, and they've worked really well. Our repeater's about four and a half miles from us. Um, the antenna is, and this, through the test, has done just as well as that five watt radio. Um, as far as reaching it, it's loud. Um, it's almost too loud, <laughs> if there's such a thing. Um, it doesn't take much to. You know, you don't have to turn it up all the way to hear it. Hmm. I get good responses back as far as the clarity coming back. You're going, you know, going out. Um, there's no motorboating. There's no, you know, not much packet loss. It's uh, so it works. I, I, I'm pretty blown away by it. Um, my only, my only um, drawback from it was, you know, Vertex has used the same connector for accessories for a yeah. long time. Yeah. But because this radio is IP67 dust and waterproof. Which is amazing in, which is, in itself. Yeah, it, it is. It is um, they had to change the connector up on it. Yeah, um, they had to seal that up. So it's not – but, you know, and I brought this up in the Vertex meeting is – It may also be a size issue, too, with the, the connector. It could the be. The other connector um, had two screws and uh, required more space. It, it, so it could be, but I, I brought up at the meeting, um, you know, a lot of folks with our, you know, Vertex line, they like shoulder mics. Mm-hmm. This is basically a wireless shoulder mic. Um, it's light enough that if you wanted to clip it to a lanyard on your, you know, did you go around your neck? Hmm. Yeah. It's, it, you can do it. I mean, it's, it's got a belt clip on the back, but you could clip it to a lanyard and it's basically like I said to him, is, is basically a wireless speaker mic. That's a pretty good observation. I didn't even, that never even occurred to me to actually use the radio itself as, as the shoulder mic. You Why not? Really when, you, when you've got a radio yeah. this small, I mean, Anthony yeah. makes a great point. I think, yeah. it, I think um, it's, it's um, if you're using a shoulder mic, it's great, but if you like discreet conversation, you know, an earpiece is going to be the way to go. But still, it gives you, you know, you can wear it around a, a lanyard, and it's, it, 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 I think it weighs a little under eight ounces with the battery in it it's pretty light um it uses a it uses like a little um uh cell phone type battery, it is right? a, yeah. it is actually a cell phone battery i did confirm that it's not a samsung battery so, <laughs> so that's good good so they're not blowing uh, up that's right um i think it, i want to say it's um 
I want to say it's 2,300 milliamps, um, which is, you know, great for, um, you know, typically from, from Vertex you get, uh, yeah, it's a 2,300 milliamp um, battery. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's typically on, from Vertex, that's usually a high capacity style yeah, battery, yeah. Um, you know, on their other models. The spec sheet shows an estimated 12 hours of battery life on digital and 10 hours on analog. Yeah. That's pretty decent, yeah. That's that's really decent. Um but it does everything that basically the Everge radios before it did. You know, as far as you know, the five thirty ones, five thirty fours, five thirty nines. You know, it's basically I like to call it a shrunk down five thirty four. It doesn't have the full DTMF keypad, but it does have some buttons on the front, kind of like the um, five thirty four does. There's a display. Display. Um, so it fits right in with with the other models in the EVX series nicely. Exactly, fully compatible with yeah. them. Um, basically, programmed the same way. You can add call list and and uh, user IDs and things like that. Um, the thing I, I'm encouraged by is is the price on this radio. It's um, DMR digital radio prices continue to fall. Um, a year ago, if you told me a, a radio like this was coming out that's this small. Fully waterproof, a speaker as loud as it has. Um, I wouldn't have thought. Two. What do we have this uh, going for? Two fifty nine. Two fifty nine. Yeah. I think that's amazing. Well, you know what? Let's take a look at some of the specs on this radio. What is actually packed inside this thing? Well, it is. Uh, it, it is only available in UHF. Um, Vertex, I asked them about VHF. They, um, they don't think they're going to make a VHF, which most, a lot, most people are using UHF anyway. Yeah, um, usually in, in a lot of the digital, the DMR world is on and, UHF. Well, and, and, but also, you know, with that being said, if you need VHF digital, we do have those with the mm-hmm. EVX261s and the, um, the 530 series. So we do have those. Um, you know, three watts on digital mode, two watts on the analog mode. It does have direct mode mm-hmm. um, for direct call and, and things of that sort. Um, it does have canned text messages that's set up in the programming. You just go through the the list and you can send out a you know a generic message, you know whatever. Let me make yeah. sure I'm clear on that. So you can pre-program in a list of text messages correct sentences i guess there's a certain correct rant, and then you can just go through the list and hit send exactly and the radio i don't, and I don't remember how long of a text you can send but um, um you can definitely do that um it has all the same features as the as the dmrs you know where you have all call group calls and private calls and that's only in digital mode um it does uh it's it a do- transmit interrupt too yeah, transmit mm-hmm. interrupt is great for. I have one company that I've sold five thirty ones to in the past. They use that for. It's a button you press basically if if you've got if there's people tying up the the channel, you can basically get in there and interrupt them, halt them. It will basically deactivate their push to talk even if they're still holding that push to talk down. Which is crucial for for an urgent call of some exactly. sort. Exactly. Um, but, um, and then that IP 67, I mean, that's, I think that's what's, uh, uh, you know, a pretty big deal on this, on this little radio, um, you know, submersible up to one meter for 30 minutes. Um, 
Yeah, that's amazing. And it's also amazing they didn't have to sacrifice any um, loudness yeah, to usually, get that Yeah, usually we see that. Um, I haven't tested it on analog mode yet to see because usually, you know, digital is always going to be louder and clearer. Yeah. Um, but I haven't tested on analog mode yet to see if, if there's any sound difference. But going by some of their other waterproof analog radios, you can't tell a difference even on those. So um, Now, this comes in two different colors, right? Yeah, and this is so the one that I have now, they released the black version first. They do have a what they call school bus yellow um, that just hit. And... It kind of reminds me of the old, you know, how everything that was waterproof in the, you know, 90s and 2000s was always yellow. They yeah. They made yeah. it yellow for some reason. Well, I, th- I think a lot of them were like that because specifically the models that, f- that would float so yeah. that you could easily pick it out of the that's water. That's right. Yeah. Um, which, you know, that's great for, um, for for numerous reasons to have that brighter color. Yeah. Uh, maybe for some people, may, you know, may, some people may not want that yellow uh, radio on their on their belt, but nonetheless they work the same. Um, it has an orange backlit LCD display too. Yeah, which orange I think is really that's Vertex's color. I think that's one of their their uh, brand colors. So I I guess that's appropriate. Yeah, it's 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 you know big, uh, not a huge screen, but you're able to see what's on there. You know if you if you've got. Um, you know names programmed into it and you want to know who you'll see that and you know you'll see rick or danny pop up on there it's pretty you know pretty big uh, uh display enough to to be able to see it but um uh, just to give some uh people an idea here of the size of the radio it's uh, around um three and a half inches tall and two inches wide and an inch and a quarter thick um the weight uh is 7.6 ounces and uh, included with the radio is uh, the battery and antenna and the belt clip. Now, the antenna that's included with this radio is a stubby antenna. It's, it's uh, a removable antenna, so uh, you can switch the antenna uh, with a different style or longer one if you prefer. But um, you've been using it with stubby, stubby and you haven't did, had an issue with the range stubby at all. stubby did great. I mean, it worked really well. Um, I like this. that they chose to go with the stubby. I mean, this radio this small, you don't really want an yeah. antenna three times the height of the radio. I think there's no. an, I think there's a lot of applications for this. I really do. Not only the retail world, um, dental offices, doctor, but I think it's going to be a big game changer for schools. Schools, yeah. Schools, I think, will um, really appreciate this radio with uh, you know everything that it has to offer. Um, and, and the price point's perfect. I mean, it's, you know, a lot of schools are, they don't have big budgets and, you know, they need solutions for, for communication and they can't, you know, justify spending, you know, $350 for a radio. Um, and it's the, the size is what's going to, I think, be really appealing to I think it's going to be schools. a big factor. So um, more anything else. You know, looking at, for just, just a moment, looking uh, at the radio feature-wise, how do you think this stacks up against some of the other uh, DMR radios in the market? And also, I guess price-wise is an obvious comparison. I mean, because there are DMR radios out there that are less expensive. There are a couple that are even uh, Part 90 type accepted, like uh, you know, like Ocean's uh, D901, and that that's going to be a little bit of competition there, price-wise. But I don't think you can really put them in the same. No, I agree. In the, in the same I, I category, think, really. 
I think most businesses uh, probably aren't going to be interested in an import type radio no. like a, yeah. a Titero or uh, MD380 or uh, the Ocean. Um, although if you're looking to save money, those uh, radios are options and they're um, approved for business use. Um, I think most businesses are probably going to go want to go with a, uh, a name, more of a known name brand radio. Yeah. And uh, this Vertex standard at 259 is uh, that's that price is actually lower than some of the analog radios from Kenwood and Motorola. So I think at this price, this radio digital certainly becomes an option for um, customers considering. Um, some of the more expensive analog radios. Well, I think there's another there's another thing to consider too. Um, unlike a lot of the import radios, this one is backed with uh, with a bit of a, a more solid warranty. What, oh, what do we have warranty wise on this? Um, that's the thing with the import radios. You're kind of uh, you know it's a one year warranty, but support isn't. Uh, really available yeah yeah um, I would say so that, that's something that's a very important thing to consider i mean vertex standard is owned by motorola there's a three-year warranty on this radio if, if you're looking for a product for your business i really recommend going with something like this versus um one of the the import type radios although um you know there's certainly options if you're looking to save some money so it's a full three-year warranty uh, that's something that i think that's kind of hard to beat anyway in in the industry yeah for i mean a product you're going to be using every day um in your business and i mean you can trust this name brand um and i mean 259 for a tiny three watt fully waterproof radio that's that's loud and uh i mean you're not going to have a problem with this radio no but if you do you definitely have uh vertex standard to to watch your back on this one that's right you know you can't really beat that. Well, uh, so that's the EVX S24. It's available now at buy2wayradios.com, and it comes in black and yellow, and the price currently is two fifty nine ninety nine, I believe, correct? Yep. Okay. Uh, any other comments or anything else we need to know about the uh, S24? No, I think we covered it in a nutshell. All right. Well, coming up, we'll review the new XLT SM500 speaker microphone. What do we think of it? Well, we'll find out next on the Two Way Radio Show. Searching for Two Way Radios? Buy Two Way Radios has what you need. My Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. My Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. Our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. (music) 
You're listening to The Two-Way Radio Show, and this week we're going to review a new speaker microphone from XLT, the SM500. Yeah, so this is a, uh, like Rick said, a new model from uh, XLT Communications. It's uh, something I think is a long time coming, Um, a fully waterproof speaker mic. Yeah, we've been selling the XLT accessories for a long time, and um, it's... uh, kind of bad that if someone wants a waterproof speaker mic and they've used other XLT accessories, they have to go with an impact or a manufacturer-branded product. Um, now, a waterproof one is available. Yep. It looks pretty heavy-duty to me from It does. From I mean, here. it's, it, um, you know, it, it, it kind of follows the suit of uh, typical waterproof mics. Um, seems like all waterproof mics are shaped the same way, you typically. Mm-hmm. Um it's got a uh, three and a half millimeter listen only port um, on there, which is nice in case you ever want to put a listen only earpiece in there, so your you know sounds not coming out out of the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, nice heavy duty you know three hundred and sixty degree clip on the back, uh, which is nice as well. Seems the the cabling and everything seems really rugged on it. Um, seems like it's a pretty heavy duty mic. Yeah, yeah, the cable looks really sturdy, and that, that's where you have a failure with a lot of these. Yeah. Where, uh, the, the cable meets the mic, it gets uh, maybe a little bent, and the um, wire gets weak. But uh, Yeah, this looks like a pretty solid uh, accessory, uh, pretty much. I don't know what more you can really say about it. Uh, yeah, there's about, not a lot. It's hard to review about, a speaker yeah, mic. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's loud. It's got the uh, audio connector. Um, so I mean, how's the clear. How's the feel of the push to talk? Push to talk seems you know, same as uh, any other speaker mic. Quite honestly, it's not hard to push. You know, there are some out there that are kind of harder to push, but it's uh, you know, it seems like it's got a some kind good, of a light good feel. Good on the yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like I said, with that being said, there's not much you can really. Uh, it's black in color. <laughs> so the reason for people to buy this speaker mic is probably going to be the price. I mean, it, it delivers uh, like other XLT accessories. It delivers. High quality, um, and the, at, it's got the value price. $59 is the price on this mic. Which is considerably less than a lot of other it is, waterproof, it, heavy-duty Waterproofing adds price. I think to, uh, the impact um, entry-level waterproof mic is, what, 89 It's, it's 79 or 89 yeah, somewhere, somewhere in there. Like and it goes higher for the, you know, depending on the connector. We've got it in the standard connectors, the Kenwood K1. We've got it in the ICOM. Um, S6. Right. Uh, Vertex standard uh, single pin. Yep. The v, v, uh, the Y4. And then we've got it in, uh, do we do Motorola? Yeah, the Motorola, Motorola. 2-pin. Yeah, so. Um, and, I'm, and I'm pretty sure down the road they'll, they'll be available in some of the other connectors as well. I'm, I'm sure at some point, uh, in, in the case of XLT, a lot of times and a new accessory comes out, you know, just a couple you know, it's just available in a couple of uh, connectors, and then as the popularity grows or as, as time goes on, it becomes uh, more widely available uh, in other connectors. Oh, I'm certain you'll see more connectors yeah. any day now. And, and the, really, this is so new. This is just, I mean, I literally got this thing on my desk yesterday afternoon. It's like, oh, what's this? This is a new SM500. Um, so it's this thing is is so new, right? And we're uh, like, oh, what's the yeah. price? Fifty nine dollars. Okay, <laughs> yeah. we've got to review that on the podcast. Yeah, definitely. 
So, uh, so it'll be up at uh, twowayradios.com, and uh, uh, you can check it out. We'll uh, we'll have some photos up on it and everything like that. And if you um, if you uh, use the promo code show. <laughs> Save five percent. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. That's, yeah, I, I almost missed that completely. You didn't did. I? I did. Yeah, uh, people I, would have thought it went away. I, I got you to watch my back on that. <laughs> That's a good catch. Um, so, uh, any other uh, comments on this? Uh, anything else on the? the, the does this pass your? Uh, I think so. I think it'll. Uh, I think there's going to be definitely some applications out there for it, and it's and it's cost effective. Like I said, anytime you do waterproof anything, it always jacks the price up. So this yeah. is a good alternative for um, to have a waterproof mic. And you know, and I have uh, a couple of the SM400s, which is uh, the, uh, the one that's not quite so waterproof in the series, and and uh, and I really like it. And uh, yeah, that's it's, a, it's a heavy duty good. mic, but not yeah. the the waterproofing. It's been pretty good. I think the whole series has been pretty good. All right. Well, we have some comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. And actually, to start things off, in our last episode of the Two Way Radio Show, we were talking about DMR radios and um, whether DMR was really overtaking the industry. And we asked for your comments on this, your feedback. And uh, if we uh, read your comments, those contributors would receive a Two Way Radio Show T-shirt. And we received. We Do we a have couple. T-shirts? We still have some left. Yeah, okay. right. we have a few left. We've gone through. We've gone through a lot of them, but uh, we still have some. All right, great. So, um, so you're in in luck. Uh, and I pulled a couple here, and the reason is because uh, one of them is pretty long, but I thought it was really of some real substance. Uh, I'm going to read the shorter one first. Um, this one's from John, and uh, he says. Uh, I would say that P25 is becoming the standard in the USA. Most, if not all, public safety systems are using the P25 standard. This will unlikely change. As insofar as amateur radio use, D-Star is still the top, with Yaesu system fusion and DMR catching up fast. It is a dead heat between YSF and DMR. DMR could very well overtake the other two insofar as amateur radio, but amateur radio only. Um, And... um, he um, he keeps up with the system type trends is what he's saying. So he he has a little bit of uh, data on this, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's from John. Thanks uh, for the comment, John. Yeah, um, our other one here. The, the, this one comes from Lloyd K O four L, and uh, the question is: DMR becoming the digital standard for business? I will say yes, based on the following. In the business segments of the spectrum, VHF and UHF, the bands are increasingly crowded. Digital modes, all of them, afford increased usage with little, with little if no increase in the cost to own or operate for the end user. As you've stated, the plethora of non-USA vendors has, have actually caused the cost per unit to drop. For amateur radio users, it's quickly taking on D-Star as the premier digital mode. I am a user in South Carolina, and we now have over 30 DMR repeaters in the state and almost handheld coverage in most areas of the state. With 26-in-1 network owned by the state of South Carolina, I see this being replicated all over the world, not just in the U.S. I found this to have started with the CS700 and then the great MD380. I have programmed many 380s for hams in South Carolina, but have not purchased one for myself yet. Got to correct this. 
It was at the place, money-wise, that many hams were willing to try it, and they found the lack of static and clear comms has made the older ears happy. In the ham bands, I see this become the new norm for repeaters, both internet-connected and those standalone. The newer hams will probably go digital first as opposed to strictly analog radios. Balfungs be darned. With the constant new models of DMR, I see more and more persons, both ham and IB users, to grab onto the DMRs and make it more used than any other. NXDN will give DMR a run for its money in the business world, but it will be a long time before it gets close. I don't see hams embracing NXDN on a major scale. The hams will make a run at DMR with Fusion. I see this as a regional or even city usage as DMR is already linked across the world, and I will find its use small overall. The DV Megas, the DV4 Minis, and etc. will help both DMR and Fusion, uh, some to gain a few users. DMR is major with the DV Mega crowd already. I use my DV Mega to reach both D-Star and DMR with my radios. I hope this helps and makes sense. And that's from KO4L Lloyd in Florence, South Carolina. Um, I've actually met Lloyd at a ham fest before, a couple times. Nice guy, knows his stuff. He he definitely does, and I, there's a lot to to um, yeah, you know, the, there's a lot to consider in here. What he said, yeah, I, I there's, actually there's agree a with lot. him. Uh, and and you're not the only one actually, because we did receive another comment after his. Then this this was from the blog, uh, uh, for the last episode of the show from anonymous and he says i agree with the above statement <laughs> it's short and sweet but <laughs> uh the easy well, way out <laughs> yeah well i can't send him a t-shirt because i don't know who anonymous is but um <laughs> but uh, uh in any case um yeah i think there's a lot of food for thought here Definitely. Thanks for the comment, Lloyd. And a T-shirt is on the way. Yeah, he definitely earned a T-shirt with that comment. Um, I do have one more question, and this is from the uh, twowayradioforum.com. Uh, and this is from Gypsy John. He says, I have a TYT MD390. I loaded in a code plug from my area. I can key up and talk to other folks that part works fine. However, when I am on a channel uh, like WW English that I think should be very busy, I hear no talking. I know I have to key up to open the repeater, but even when I do that, I hear no talking. If I let it just sit there from time to time, someone will announce their call letters and I can get back to them. My question is, why do I not hear lots of chatter on what I think should be a very busy talk group? And that's from um, Gypsy John. Uh, KM4UJP is his call sign. That's just it. There's not. I mean, he's right about the. Uh, first, I was going to say it's because he hadn't keyed the repeater and woken his repeater. But um, honestly, there's not. Well, now the new standard is Brandmeister. Um, mm-hmm. Here's what I would suggest. I mean, he may need to write a new channel in for that. Um, there's not going to be a lot of chatter on on you know WW one. Um, at least down in the Carolinas, there's not. Everybody's on Brandmeister now, which mm-hmm. is just another talk group for worldwide. I would suggest getting on, you know, usually with the re- with the repeater system, there's a last heard where you can see who's talking, you know, who's keying up the repeaters, and you can see if there's – that's what I do. I mean, There's uh, also an echo test where you can uh, test it, and um, it should repeat back to you. Well, that's you good. Yeah, said, echo test that is, gonna, is going to just you know let you know that you're hitting the repeater. But, 
you know, on the on those other talk groups, I would I always go to Last Heard and and on our PRN network. And if I see Brandmeister popping up or TAC three ten or whatever the case is, I'll key up my radio then to wake up my repeater talk group and then I can hear, you know, I mean, if there's nobody talking, there's nobody talking, but you can see, get a good oh, gauge. Oh, I see. You go through the website, and it'll Correct. tell you if it'll when tell the you, last. Oh, okay. It'll tell you when, yeah, it'll yeah. tell you if somebody's talking or not, and it'll usually have a countdown. It'll say, you know, because you get a lot of people that just kerchunk the repeater. And What website do you go yeah. to to see that? Well, ours is NC, ncprn.net yeah. um, for our area, but, I mean, it all depends on who – you know what part of the country he's in and, and what they're using um his you know, network his most network. likely will have his exactly. own uh, website um but that's what i would suggest i mean you're not always going to hear um somebody talking on there you, you get a lot of kerchunking on there people waking their repeater up i've waiting, heard of a lot of it myself waiting know? for people just to talk and then there's times i can get on there um and i'll see there's you know brand meisters popping up and there's a lot of chatter going on and i can listen to a whole conversation but this is not an uncommon question that that we no, get. Not no, not at all. No, no, no. I mean, it's a lot of people didn't know you have to wake up on those. Yeah, you got to hit it you, once. That's why you hear all that chunking. <laughs> yeah, you got to wake the repeater up to to be able to hear anything. Because I, for a long time, I didn't realize that. Um, but it's how the repeater owners have it set up, so it's mm-hmm. not tying up. Uh, it's not always having yeah, which a makes sense. connection. Correct. I guess. Yeah. Just, uh, which makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, good question. Um, all right, well, I guess that does it for our comments and questions this week. Uh, send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the two-way radio show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, blueberry.com, Google Play, and Stitcher Radio. Well, I guess that does it for our show this week. Uh, before we go, anyone, uh, any final comments? Any, anything else? No? Nope. Okay. Good discussion. I like that. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWayRadios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buy2wayradios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening. And until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roque. And we're out. <laughs>